Greetings, everyone, and welcome to 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgarner. I thank you very much for joining the podcast today. And you'll notice if you're listening, there's a little bit more that you are missing by way of more video. So if you're on Rumble or YouTube and possibly some other spots, I don't know yet. But anyway, I, uh, I'm working on doing it a little different, a little better every single time. This time around, what we're going to do is, again, add more visuals because the world loves visuals now. Anyway. It's been a week. My goodness, has it been a week. But it's been a great week. So let me get you up to speed on what all has been going on in my journey through Public Square. We're going to tackle that in the first part of the show. Second part of the show, I want to kind of start expanding a little bit in the purpose of doing podcasting. And one of the things when it comes to doing podcasting is also taking into consideration what's going on in the world because more and more I keep realizing that people aren't aware uh more than i realized i would think the more people would be paying attention but they're not so we're going to kind of discuss a little bit of that as well as my perspective in the third and final part of the show i want to focus back in on my passion and my fun and the thing that i hope to encourage in you the most outside of getting involved with public square uh is come play over at jimstoybox.com because its purpose is that it's meant to have fun and help you expand your imagination through the passions that you have because those are the things that make life worth living so, with that said, let's go ahead and kick into this thing with the uh, public, my 30-day journey through Public Square. We're going to cover days 6 through 13. Now, earlier I had mentioned that I would like to do a daily podcast update. Well, that flat didn't work. The best laid plans of mice and men, right? And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It was because, <laughs> and again, I cannot scientifically substantiate this. However, all signs point to this being the truth. And the truth is that, well, I had splurged and cheated and went and had some Oreos. Not any other Oreos, but some Halloween Oreos with the orange cream filling. Apparently, I shouldn't eat orange cream filling because it caused an allergic reaction that caused my tongue to swell. So all week long, I've been contending with that, and it has not been fun. Um, but I won't go into the gruesome details other than to say, you may not want to be careful with some of these food coverings out there because uh, it sucked on my end. But hey, I'm back thanks to a little bit of oral gel and another natural remedy. I forgot what it's called right now, and I don't want to tell you the wrong thing, but uh it's helped tremendously i can speak again so i am and here we are so but it was still a very very productive week let's kind of go all the way back to day six last saturday and on saturday it was a a lot of getting things going on some other stuff because again as i've spoke it's a matter of uh having to uh get out of the struggle mode of life because it's been a struggle the past two years and with that said uh Jack the Wonder Dog has once again shown up to uh, let his presence be known. And so while I'm talking to you, I'm rubbing his head as he demands. He gets so needy whenever I'm doing a podcast because something about me talking, he feels I must be talking to him and not you. So he's been a little jealous. He's, he's notorious for that around here. Anyway, uh, but I need to get some things going. I needed to uh, just uh, secure some other uh, day job activities, and I did quickly, much quicker than I was ever expecting. So Saturday, again, it was a good day doing some groundwork stuff, getting ready for Monday's uh, Zoom call for the Public Square Ambassador Program. And that was great with Grace 
and uh, Chrissy uh, getting a little bit more inside information on what's going on Public Square and the plans, and it's great. And now then, we've got uh, another sound of color in the house with Simon and Husker, our two inside cats. So they decided they wanted to yell at one another. Boy, this is a fun and eventful podcast, isn't it? My goodness, I'm about to call the fight. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we are moving forward. Uh, anyway, so the the, pod, or the Zoom call on Monday was fantastic. Getting to see uh, faces behind the scenes at Public Square. They're not, you know, that are very visible, and you can reach out and connect with too once you uh, get your business listed on Public Square, which I do hope you consider. And with that said, that's one of the things that worked for me very well. Next slide, kids. And that would be Jim's Toy Box is now officially verified on Public Square. And um, again, it's funny because the name Jim's Toy Box and Jim'sToyBox.com would make you think I was only dealing in toys. Not the case at all. It's more about media and publications. That's really what I do. I write and I produce things. I do reviews from time to time and I do some recommendations from time to time. But more importantly, it's about creating stuff inside of my toy box. So it's a metaphor. Get it? Anyway, but yeah, so here's my official listing here on Public Square on the PC version. And it's that simple. Now, it takes about from the time you go through the onboarding process, which is very simple. We'll go through that here in a minute, too. But you'll see here, it's very, very simple. But it takes about seven days to go from the onboarding to getting listed. And why is that? Because they're wonderfully overwhelmed with the response of people joining Public Square. So go to publicsquare.com or what I would appreciate even more is joining me on the journey at jimstoybox.com. Here's the main page. Uh, go to jimstoybox.com and then you come over here and if you click up top my public square journey and that will take you to where we are right now to where you'll be able to soon see more business spotlight stuff because I got something I want to tell you about here in a few if you do sign up to public square just as a thank you from me to you and your business uh, and also some of the uh, the newest members which today would be me hey Jimstoybox.com. Uh the QR code you can zap with your phone but if you're listening on your phone you can't really zap it can you nope but you can show it to your friends and they can't but you can click on it and it will take you over here to the business onboarding application okay okay but uh, this is pretty cool now right here this is Michael Michael is the CEO and we actually have been talking and plan on doing an interview this past week but again extenuating circumstances uh, the real world nine to five showed up and I'm very grateful and thankful for that we'll talk about that more because actually I got to give a shout out to this particular company I went to work for because they're a company that I haven't seen the likes of in a very long, long, long time. Um, it's a good outfit to take care of their people. It's really cool. So we'll talk about that uh, at a future date. But more importantly, it did cut into uh, my scheduled interview time with Michael to bring him on the podcast and, and share more of uh, some questions I have with him to you so you can learn more about Public Square and why it matters so much. Uh, but then also I couldn't speak, which in this particular role that I got hired for, for a, the day job, uh, made it very difficult to start out with because, uh, speaking was very difficult and it's a sales based type thing, not totally sales, but, uh, speaking to other humans was important and I really couldn't do it very well without being in excruciating pain. But 
suffered through it glad it did and uh, things are going well there but anyway but uh, coming soon we're working on rescheduling that and uh, i want to share that with you as soon as i can because i'm excited to meet michael one-on-one and share our conversation with you as soon as we can Okay, so, and that was the, the basics going on with everything with, you know, my public square journey. And uh, it's been great, and again, it's personal stuff, but it's getting better all the time because, again, like I say, jimstoybox.com is hot and verified on public square. And that's a good feeling because one thing I will say, and I am going to do a bigger and more in-depth report on in the, probably in the coming week, plural, um, being public square verified to me is just if not more relevant than if you are verified by way of a yelp or a google ad or some of the traditional business entities that give you a thumbs up okay it's almost there right now but there's some things that have come in line with some traditional folks it's very disturbing to me but i'm not talking about it just yet until i get a few things verified because that's kind of a, a big deal. Uh, but the verification process with Public Square is very, very simple. I'm going to just kind of show you how it works. Now, when you click on, now this is my affiliate link. When you do so as a Public Square ambassador, if you sign up through my link, I do get a kickback on that. Okay, full disclosure, total transparency, because that's what they're best at. Um, anyway, with that said, we are... Um, I'm, I'm excited to do it, and I love the fact that they do offer an affiliate program like this, and you can learn about that too as you get involved. But it's a very simple process. You click my link, this is what you'll see, or any other ambassador. Uh, the first thing is very simple. Confirm your email address. That's it. Press OK, and there you go. Next step, number two, how did you hear about Public Square? And then please tell them it's important to know where the traffic is coming from. Question number three is, who are you? What's your business? Let's tell everybody about you. Okay. And then here we go to number four. Uh, this is it. Be sure that you look at the privacy notice, the terms of service, the core values, the transparency. Get your questions answered. Okay. And if you agree, come on board. And you're going to find, though, with this platform, with this app, that the transparency is probably the best I've ever seen in this online world, okay? Um, so with all that said, let's go on down to the next question. Oh, we accept, there we go. Uh, number five, what type of business? Who are you? What are you? Are you a brick and mortar? Are you online? Virtual services, business with a service area. Uh, it, Public Square caters to all of that because, again, it will point you initially to your local area and member well i say members but uh, i guess they're members it didn't cost you a thing to join nothing not a zero zip zilch to get listed on public square nothing now you can upgrade and advertise like you would anywhere else but you don't have to you can just get listed there and that's important okay so but it services everything starts with your local but then gives you the opportunity to look at online businesses that share your values as well as places around the country so to say i think it's a great tool on a local level for tourism because the people on public square are going to look there first whenever they're making plans for their trip to wherever they're going wherever you are and uh, it's a great way to map your itinerary in my opinion Okay. Okay. Uh, but then also, whenever you do go somewhere and you load your public square app on your phone and you hit shop, 
and it will shop local and it will show you the businesses there where you are it's fantastic uh you know again their tracking data is not a matter of collecting data to sell to people businesses advertisers no it's to help you just the casual user be able to utilize where you are that makes sense right right let's see if we can get to the next one Ah, this is where we hit the wall. Okay, now here's the thing. Now, when we go through the next, there's seven more steps. And those seven steps are very simple just as well as all the rest. What it's going to do is just verify you agree with the core values. You've taken a look at the transparency. You understand what's going on. You get into more detail about what your business is. And you get to upload six photos, up to six photos, uh, and your logo. And just like I've done here. So there's my logo. And then I use for right here, well, that's my banner. This is my logo, mainly pushing the podcast because that's kind of the thing I'm really focused on right now. Uh, description of who and what I am, what I do with jimstoybox.com. And my email address so you can get a hold of me where I'm located. Uh-oh, looky there, full transparency. But anyway, and then the gallery of photos that I put up to kind of just talk about or show you, give me a little idea of something. Like, hey, there I am. Don't plan on being on camera anytime soon. Got to work on the set here. We'll start with just video of the screen. Okay, okay. Anyway, a lot of fun stuff. And uh, here's another cool thing. When it comes to what you think about a business is like anywhere else, leave a comment. If you've interacted with jimsoybox.com, I hope in a positive way, some other people, well, maybe not. Yeah, everybody's got an opinion, and I hope you use it wisely. But seriously, this is how people can self-regulate, okay? There you go. Uh, and then also how you can come in here and learn how you can add your business, which I just told you how to do. Come over here, jimsoybox.com, join my journey, click my link, because again, I appreciate the affiliate kickback and it takes you once again right here to the onboarding process very simple but it takes about right now as of this recording it takes about seven days from the time you submit to the time your listings hot and you'll get an email to let you know anyway there you go so uh that's that's it in a nutshell when it comes to where the journey is and it's it's been a it's been a busy one the next coming week uh my goal is still 300 businesses enrolled signed up onto public square and uh hopefully a whole lot more before this thing goes uh to the end of my particular goal here Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break and then come back with uh, part two of the show where I want to talk to you about the headlines because there may be some things that you folks uh, who have come by way of the toy box and really aren't that plugged into the news. You're tired of it. You're fed up with it. You don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, but the reality is you do kind of need to know. Oh, one thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you do if you do as promised if you do go ahead come over to jimstoybox.com come to my public square journey and you sign up let me know because when you do email me jimsmigos at yahoo.com and if you will send me your logo i will do for you what i've done for myself right here once your business is listed and and actually if you are a public source if you're already on public square and you would like a graphic like this for your website or to share on your socials hit me up jimsmigos at yahoo.com and uh, send me your logo and i will put this public square verified graphic on there and send it back to you no cost whatsoever no strings attached anything like that okay i just want to help you out i want to help them out and help me out because again this is a great hill to stand on 
as we continue to uh, grab back a hold of the pop culture and the society. Because that's important, kids. Very important. So, with that said, I'm going to take a quick break. And I'm going to throw it to the spot for Anchor. Because right now is a great time and an important time for you to share your views, observations, and perspective on the world with those who may not really be paying attention like you are. So, back with my perspective on things going on after the break. And welcome back to 50 Years Later with Jim Bumgardner. I'm Jim, and um, 50 years later, actually, it's only been like maybe like 60 seconds, I think that spot was, but anyway, wah, wah, wah. 50 years later, the reason the name of the podcast is what it is, went through some changes since I started this thing, and I finally found my sweet spot, because... 50 years later, that's encapsulating, I'm almost 50, I'm actually 48, 49 this year, born in 73, but in this 50 year span, I have seen a lot, and so have you, and as my desired career of broadcasting, primarily radio and then into television for a decade, um, that was my, my job, was to observe what was going on, and I did, and I enjoyed it. But I saw a lot of things that, oh boy, well you could see the writing on the wall a long time back. And it's with that we move into this Act 2. And I want to kind of discuss uh, my perspective. And this is, once again, my perspective and opinion when it comes to things going on uh, in the news. <laughs> we'll put that in quotation marks. Uh, as far as what's going on in the world, because you may have missed some of this stuff. Now, of a morning, I will scan around three different sites to kind of get a grasp of what's going on. First one is always Drudge Report. Now, I know over since 2016, a lot of conservatives have been up in arms because it seems that Matt Drudge took a different turn from where he was prior to that. Matt Drudge, of course, being famous for uh, really blowing the lid off of the Monica Lewinsky story with Bill Clinton way back in the 90s. And that's what brought him his claim to fame and really making the Drudge Report a thing. So, but then along come 2020 and, or excuse me, 2016, and things change with the Drudge Report. Now, why? Nobody's really sure. I don't think Matt Drudge to this day has really made a public comment per se. And where is he? We haven't heard a word from the man himself. Not that I've seen. If you have, send me a link. I'd love to see it. Uh, anyway, but I start with Drudge. And the main reason I start with Drudge, he doesn't report on anything at all anymore. I haven't seen an actual Drudge Report from Matt Drudge himself in years. But it's a good news aggregator in regards to what is part of the public narrative. All right. This is a great book because it'll take you to all of them. CNN, Fox, the AP, Reuters, so on. And I'll go through here because I want to see what they're saying is what's important to us because the other ones are saying this is important. Whether it is or not, that's up to you to decide. But this is what they want you to think is important. So I'll start over here at Drudge, and then I'll slam, slam, slide on over to Band.Video, which is the uh, video outlet of Infowars.com from Alex Jones, and kind of see, all right, because a lot of times you'll see these headlines, and then you'll see the counter headline here. And I highly recommend it. Why? Because you need point-counterpoint outside of the ones who pretend to give you point and counterpoint with, a, say, CNN and Fox, or Newsmax and MSNBC. Okay, uh, because this is it. I mean, some of the stuff I find very interesting. Some of it I think it is absurd. But I will very openly say that when it comes to Alex Jones and what he's been doing for the past almost 30 years, uh, it's such a parallel path to my own. Um, he's a very boisterous character, 
but the stuff that he's brought forward here we are kids uh, a lot of it now there's some things currently i don't agree with like he's still got his open challenge out to trump to denounce the the the, the jab uh by september 23rd um i agree with that but at the same time we'll just see what happens uh but so anyway from band dot video then i also slide across the pond to the isle of white and see what's happening from davidike.com because prior to alex jones kicking off david ike was there and he was saying well what's happening he's called it and uh here's uh his new book coming out or it's out now actually the trap uh he's finally releasing an audiobook version which is is very interesting looking forward to it now david ike if you've never heard of he's the reptile guy the reptilians who are in control of everything and um there have been times in life where i scoffed at that notion However, 50 years later, even though it's just 30 from this point, but 30 years later, I have to look back at the things that Ike said. And the best thing is he's got books, so that's hard copy, okay? Um, He hasn't been wrong. He hasn't been 100% right either, but at the same time, his observations have been quite profound. And again, you got a lot of news aggregation going on here that's not just coming from David Ike or Gareth Ike or any of just their in-house folks okay um again it's a news aggregator you'll go to like fox or some other um alternative media sources okay now david ike with these memes is always the one making the comments and such um but i I highly recommend taking a look at those three it's a good morning routine and i'm hoping to figure out a good way to put this as part of public square as well oh look at there i go again um in the groups feature oh that's another thing uh i'll talk about in the next segment anyway um with the drudge report uh and band.video video or infowars.com or david um you can get a better grasp of what all's going on then of course there is uh my preferred social platform when it comes to just I, because i really like the people and i still promote and that's activate humanity let me pull that up real quick uh just so you can see I should have had that one up. I apologize to all you fine folks over there at Activate Humanity. But this site right here, again, there's a lot of great people who um, have been very good. Hey, there I am again. That's with the glasses and the beard. Uh, and my cool hat, which I can't find. It got lost in the house, and I'm a little heartbroken over it. But uh, there's some some good sourced information on here from nice, normal folks. Okay. So anyway, Activate Humanity dot com uh check it out it's a great social platform i i highly recommend it but going back to kind of just commenting a little bit on what's going on in the world over the past week uh i'm a little concerned with myself because not because of what is happening it's the the narrative that's being played out it's really accelerated over the past week you got from the mar-a-lago raid by the fbi seizing the classified documents which we still do not know what they are and um, rather, Trump was nefarious in his intentions to sell them off to Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I doubt it. Highly. But another part of this thing that's really amped up is how the opposition to Donald Trump that was very pro-COVID lockdown, et cetera, et cetera, jabs and all this other stuff, protocol that I do know, and I will say this point blank, I know for a fact, firsthand, the protocols to COVID uh, killed people, period. I know it. 
I absolutely positively know it. I can uh, I can share that with you later. But I know that's a fact, and that was here on the local level. Okay, um, but when it comes to what's a coming, um, they're going to throw Trump under the bus over all of this. The ad- because now then all of the mainstream, which said this wasn't happening as far as adverse reactions to the jab. Uh, there are adverse reactions now, and they're starting to show, and you can't stop what's happening. So uh, not everyone, thankfully, but some are, and they're big. And it's actually a significant enough number to where, uh, without the trials that should have taken place, uh, there you go. Uh, but Trump is going to get, they're going to eat him up with that, along with everything else they're, they're throwing at him, uh, which leads to another thing that I really want to share with you guys. If you... If you are a dyed-in-the-wool Trump supporter, he does no wrong. I want you to stop and ask yourself this question. When it comes to both Trump and Biden, which is the narrative they are trying to form as the showdown rematch of the century, it's like, uh, you know, in Rocky, it's like the Italian Stallion and Apollo Creed Part 2 when they when Rocky wins. And this is what they're trying to do. This is the fight of the century. Uh, ask yourself this. Let's be real. Uh, yes, I support Donald Trump. I did vote for Donald Trump. I voted for him again in 2020. Um, but I don't know how well that will go in 2024, if indeed he runs, which I am not so sure about. But with that said, um, I and the reason that I wouldn't be a big Trump supporter right now as far as him running for election again is because he dropped the, he did drop the ball in 2020 because everything that did happen came by way of his leadership. Now, whether he knew or didn't know is irrelevant. Like Harry Truman said, the buck stops here. Well, when it comes to what's cracking with Donald Trump's response to everything and post his presidency and everything else that's happened... Um, I don't feel confident in him going back in. Uh, not really knocking the man specifically at this point and in the statement. What I am saying, however, is you tell me if you look from 2017 to 2021 when his term was going, um, what has changed that will make it different in regards to what's happened to the country? Okay? The media is still the media, and the media is not um, an objective voice middle of the road as it should be okay it is heavily partisan on both sides but especially against trump i don't believe a four-year trump term part two would be any different at this point because nothing has changed literally it is that whole definition of insanity is doing the same thing again expecting a different result it would be that's the way i see that but i do have a suggestion because, I mean, if you're going to note the problem, well, and then the reaction is to point out those perceptions that I have, uh, well, I have a solution, my solution, my opinion. If it was up to me, I was Prince of the Planet, and I could, well, or at least of the nation, and had the ability to put together a winning ticket, I personally would like to see a Tulsi Gabbard, Marjorie Taylor Green ticket. Gabbard in the top top spot, Gabbard as the vice president. And the reason that I put them in that order is that I have seen the growth from Tulsi Gabbard over the past two years. And prior to, I also saw her be strong enough and and really have the backbone to stand up to um, the DNC and the Clintons. And that takes a lot. Now, how how far does that go? We can go conspiracy time all day long and say, well, she's controlled opposition. Maybe she is. I don't know. But I know what I see. 
And if the vote does count, and there is hope for the system, I can see her being a strong and positive leader for this country. She's got the background. She served in, you know, she served in the political arena, and she knows how it works. That's why, and longer than Marjorie Taylor Greene. As vice president, the reason I suggest to her is she's actually put legislation on the books to solve the problems. Okay, the things that her constituents say are a problem that a, a good a good chunk of the country agree with from filing acts of impeachment for truly impeachable offenses against Joe Biden. Um, of course, there's not getting any support. Think about that, though. They're real. You can look them up. Okay, I don't have those uh, particular bill numbers right now, and I apologize for that, but they're there. Um, but she's filed those bills, but she's not getting any support from fellow quote-unquote Republicans. Why? Hmm. Ask that to your representatives, all right? Why are they not with her? Why aren't they? Why aren't they standing beside her? Because, I mean, her claims are legit. She's not a conspiracy theorist, folks. She's actually asking the questions. And even if she was a quote-unquote conspiracy theorist, it's a discussion and debate that needs to happen. Why? Because, well, she she's a duly elected representative of Georgia. Uh, dude, she's from Georgia. Uh, and she, that, that, that means something. So what she says matters. At least for open discussion. Um, but she's got the backbone. And also, this last bill that she has put together in regards to uh, keeping kids safe from all this transgender nonsense. Uh, listen, I'm not discriminating against anyone. I don't care. However, I do care. Whenever you are, per, when you are pushing and promoting something that goes against natural law, natural law, not politics, not what makes you feel good, but just the basics, this is it. This is it. This is how it works. You are either male or female. Period. Don't care what you think. The whole transgender thing, my opinion, I'm not a scientist or a biologist, but I am someone who has a little bit of common sense. And over the past 50 years, I could pretty much verify this. Um, when it comes to that argument, I can assure you, um, I met a lot of people over these decades. And I've known people who are gay. I've known people who are straight. I've known people who are bisexual. And they've all been, as an individual, perfectly fine. But I've also known some scumbags who fall into each one of those categories. Gay, straight, bisexual. Okay? Uh, because why? It's, it's a human thing. If you're a good human, you're a good human. If you're a bad human, you're a bad human. That's it. Doesn't matter your race, creed, color, religion, or sex. It just doesn't. None of that matters. Get down to the root. It's the human thing. But when it comes to the agenda of this whole weaponization of the LGBTQ, etc., 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 movement, it's a problem. It is a big problem because we're not talking about a civil rights issue with adults. We're talking about the indoctrination of children that offers harmful actions taken against children. I have seen now, in the past two years, things that I know would absolutely have you immediately arrested for the activity. Okay? Again, for 10 years, here in Harrison, Arkansas, working for the local television station, we had a little program called In Court, which was the local um, arraignments, uh, or the arraignment proceedings every Friday, of the Boone County 
circuit court. And I've seen plenty of people who didn't do even a one hundredth of what's happened. There's not excusing them, but just literally one little bit teeny tiny infraction compared to these other people. Um, and, and I throw, saw them get hit with the book, man. And they had it coming. That was the law. That's the way it works. And you should not be harming children. I don't care who you are. And I'll stand on that hill until the day I die. If you want to hurt a kid, kiss my ass. There it is. Um, period. There's no debate there. Um, anyway, so she's put together legislation to stand up against that on a federal level because that needs to happen. Um, children need to be protected. And there's been so many things that's happened to this generation of children that this is another reason why I, I, when it comes to public square and joining forces with people who share in my core values and ideals, I know this is the hill to stand on and to populate because those, they say traditional values. It's not traditional. It's natural values. Okay. I don't discriminate. And I never have a little quick sidebar. Okay. Harrison, Arkansas, if you're familiar with the town, most likely it's because it's been labeled the most racist city in America. All kinds of specials have been done on it from uh, all around the world. You know, the BBC, all the cables, everybody runs to Harrison. Whether it's a slow news day and they want to hit peace, well, they will run to Harrison, Arkansas because of the, the Ku Klux Klan and their grand dragon leader and all this. Well, I know Tom Robb personally. Well, I don't know him personally, personally, but I've seen Tom. had a lot of conversations with Tom's over the years. Um, and uh, he's, he's got his opinions and his point of view. But he's not a bad guy. He's really not. And um, their point of view isn't really a hateful one. It's a it's a divided one, yes. But it is not a hateful one. No. Now, there are other people who do get hateful. But, that, oh, but that's a human thing, period. But Harrison, Arkansas has always been labeled as the most racist town in America, which is nonsense. Um, and and the, the reason that I say that, and I bring that into this, this part of the story is that it really does show an example of how things are manipulated by an agenda. I remember when I first moved back here in 2008, a billboard went up uh, that was placed by the uh, quote-unquote Klan that had people all up in arms. Uh, And it's so funny, this is 2008 now, and that billboard said anti-racism equals anti-white. And that made no sense to me at the time. I was like, that doesn't make any, what the hell is that saying? Uh, But then looking into it, and I'm like, well, okay. But at that time, anti-racist, or anti-racist, whatever it was, uh, being anti-white, you didn't see it. But it's funny, it's like this place has been a microcosm for these little things to brew and stew. Because now, that really is exactly what it means. It actually does. It was a grammatical anomaly that drove me crazy when I'd drive by and see it. Uh, Postscript, um, it got to the point where the locals um, were so up in arms because of the bad press um, that uh, it got to the point where people were trying to get the billboard taken down. Well, there's a First Amendment issue. Uh, They went after the company that released the billboard space and all this back and forth. But then it finally got to the point where the company that owned the billboard finally said, okay, enough. And they took the whole damn thing down. Not just the billboard, the whole pole is gone. And there were plenty who were cheering it all the while, not understanding that what they did was also surrender an aspect of the First Amendment. And that's kind of the thing here, 
It's where we are now with this uh, emo- Again, it's it's not the people, the individual. I love that that line from Men in Black, that you know, a person is smart, people are stupid, and that's very true. And so when you've got a group of people coming up with what they believe to be an absolute fact and truth without any opportunity to debate or discuss, you got a problem. The individual person, however, will tell you, no, that's dumb. That's why we've got to get together on these things, because when it comes to what they have pushed and put forward with this whole transgenderism, gender, let me get off of that, I don't want to see that. Uh, anyway, um, when it comes to it, it's bad because it hurts children and that's it don't do anything to hurt kids get out of the schools get the schools gone we homeschool we've always homeschooled alicia and i when we were in our early courting days back in 2008 and this that was actually a very that was a very early conversation that was a legitimate concern for both of us that uh, in the event our relationship would grow further as it has that if we were to have a child we would homeschool very knew it. and that was you know a couple years before caitlin was born and that was that. And then along comes Caitlin, and we knew this is where we were going. We didn't have to worry about getting ready for school. No, no, we were homeschooling. She learned every day of her life. She still does. Well, and um, I highly recommend that for everyone. That's a different discussion for a different time. But, yeah, um, and that's where it would be my perfect uh, political ticket. And that would be Tulsi Gabbard as president, Marjorie Taylor Greene as vice president. Because then you got two parties represented if Tulsi Gabbard stayed a Democrat, which she should. Because the party, in its ideals outside of its roots, but the ideals that are sold to people who buy into that, um, buy into it because that particular liberal, the, the, the classical liberal um, perspective isn't a bad one. Uh, just like um, you know, a classical conservative uh, is not bad. It's when you lose the ability to discuss and debate between the two that things get bad. And what we have now, I'll just call it point blank, on that uh, Democrat side now. That's not the Democrat party of, of classical liberals. It is a party of Marxists, fascists, socialists. And you can see it. As far as the conservative party, the one, the, the majority conservative party, um, they're just lying. That, that's just all there is to it. If they actually cared, these things would not be happening. Or not at least without a fight. And they're only fighting on television news shows. So, no. No. Uh, no. But in, the, in a perfect world, and things actually worked as they were supposed to, then I would say, um, yeah, but that's where I would go. Um, all right, enough of all of that. But that's just kind of looking at everything and things to think about as we move into this next week because I do believe they're going to continue to uh, put something out on Monday to kind of let it fume throughout the week, get a little quiet. Wednesday, step it back up. Thursday, oh, here's the match. Friday, light it so you can fight through the weekend. And that's what people do. It's the news cycle. That's what it's always been. If it bleeds, if it, bleeds it leads, unfortunately. <clears throat> but... All right, that's it. Uh, I'm going to wrap up that part right there. And again, this is 50 Years Later. I am Jim Buchanan, I'm, or excuse me, Jim Baumgartner. Boy, I flipped back a long time. Another story for another time. Um, but we'll come back here in just a few months. Take a quick little break, drop something in. And uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to get back to the root of what I really would like to see you do. And that's embrace your imagination and your passion and i do it by way of jim's toy box uh having some fun and we're going to talk about that and what i've done in the past week that's uh, kind of a neat story i'd like to tell you back in just a moment 
Welcome back to 50 Years Later with Jim Bumgardner. That is me, and welcome to this show. I am enjoying this show. It's uh, funny. It's Again, this has been a very busy week. My journey through the 30 days on the public square to help grow that platform with some really neat and exciting things coming up. Of course, once again, to where I am a verified business on there with my media publications at jimstoybox.com. I'm uh, very tickled about that. Do invite you to please, 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 Go to jimstoybox.com, click on My Public Square Journey, and follow along. And uh, you're going to get to meet some people as I get the opportunity to put them up. So please do that. It's a good thing to do. You'll be glad you did. Uh, But uh, getting back to just jimstoybox.com. Again, it's a metaphor of all the things that uh, I enjoy. And it started out... uh, Brief backstory for anybody who's new here. Uh, I started a blog just because I didn't know what blogging meant when I first started it back in 2010 and then I looked and I went oh you're just writing articles and you're putting them on the internet gotcha uh but then I but I but I did it and it was it got to be fun I focused on a subject and it was just collecting toys specifically eight inch action figures from at that time defunct Mingo Corporation that had a pretty loyal yet small fan base of people who are like me and really enjoyed those toys from our childhood Fast forward now, and that's kind of the point of this particular story here, is um, we, uh, boy, Mego came back. Yeah, in 2018, the Mego Corporation was reformed by its original president, Marty Abrams, uh, with the great help of uh, consultant Dr. Mego, Paul Clark. And they have cranked out more toys in the past four years than they ever did for the entire run of Mego's big time in the 1970s and early 80s. It's incredible, the product they put out. Uh, but that, that's, again, a big story we can talk about more later uh, Blah, blah, blah. But it does matter because one of the things that happened this past week is I had popped into the local Walmart. I know, boo hiss, but you know what? When you live in a small town, you work with what you got. Uh, and I saw that one of the particular figures that uh, Migo is still offering by way of the um, the Walmarts, but I'm going to pull up Entertainment Earth instead, uh, was the Toxic Avenger. And they were actually had him on clearance because, you know, the time of the year to start changing things out anyway it was seven bucks and i was like you know what i gotta pick another one up why because i already had one and i wanted to get another one because um it has a very i go right here uh, entertainmentearth.com i got an affiliate i'm an affiliate dude for them i've done some reviews in the past uh it was a great experience another thing about blogging that turned into something um of a professional nature for me uh but the toxic avenger here if you remember the film from the 1984 i believe it is from lloyd kaufman uh and trauma films um well it's a terrible film and i can't stomach it now i just can't watch it but i loved it back then and inspired me to actually pick up a camera and make movies and such um you know it was crap but it was what it was but the reason that this figure i love that connection to that memory and uh, lloyd kaufman's book uh make your own damn movie highly recommended if you are interested in making video and film go get that book lloyd kaufman's make your own damn movie great 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 read and um it really is crude but a good read but the reason that i had to pick up another one of these toxic avenger figures not just because it's cheap and i'm i'm thrifty is that this head you see right here well this paint master and the promo picks uh that's from my buddy my good good buddy tom king um and it's been a little over a year now that he has been working as the paint master for me go on a lot of the toys and uh it's just kind of cool you know um to know 
and have a long time relationship. I mean, he's my brother from another mother, man. And to see how he and he it started with our love of the Mego toys from back when, uh, and also toys in general. It's like it's not a matter of wanting to just have little playthings to reconnect with your childhood. No, it's also an appreciation of art, and uh, that's that's just fantastic to me. Um, and that's one of the biggest things that Tom and I share when it comes to toys. It's like, it's more than just the toy. It's the art that goes into it. And Tom has had the opportunity to work for the Mingo Corporation as their master head painter on a lot of figures. And Toxie was one of the first ones. And uh, so I've got him on my desk right now, a box version and the loose version I've had. Um, just because, you know, it makes me think of my buddy. And also that, you know, with... It, just talent because it wasn't even patience and perseverance that got him in this role he wasn't applying they came to him because of just some custom stuff he had done it looked really really good they were impressed they talked they all knew each other or you know everybody yeah this is a small community um and it, and it opened the door for him to do this and it's a wonderful legacy that he gets to leave for um his family you know and uh for me because he's my buddy and i'm glad and uh to be able to tell you about that uh one of the ones that's one of the newer releases is Medusa and Medusa here. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, she's hideous. However, she looks really, the head looks really cool. Now this is the, the official factory release, which when you go from prototype to factory, there's some steps some things kind of change up a little bit, but she still looks great. She's fun. And also, uh, now entertainment earth has them as a pre-sale for 2299. Uh, and I don't, if I'll put the affiliate link up or not, so I get a kickback on it. I'm not really worried about that right now. But you can get them right now at zlcollectibles.com, and uh, she can be yours. But definitely go to zlccollectibles.com, look at the promo pics, because this is the original paint master head that Tom did that is absolutely stunning, the detail that he put into that. And uh, here we go. See, let's see, I can't zoom in anymore right here. But anyway, right there, Paint Master, Tom King. Yeah, that's my buddy. That's my pal. And um, I like saying a lot of good things about him. Everything, everybody else there, they're cool. Great people. Marty, great guy. But Tom, yeah, top of the heap. But anyway, that's the original Paint Master. So, of course, the um, the factory sample, or excuse me, the factory run, um, doesn't have quite the detail, but it's still a really fun figure. And uh, know that when you get one, you know, my buddy Tom. Put the work in on that head there. That's where I did the paint. So anyway, I think it's neat and I wanted to share that with you because when it comes to jimstoybox.com, that's what it's all. I would like even right there in this particular picture. Here, whoop, nope, didn't want to go to that one yet. Um, check that out, though. That was a bucket list project. I actually get that one done, Conspiracy Cinema. It's fun, and I liked it. But anyway, right here, this particular picture here encapsulates so much of I, what I do, what I do. My daughter there, there's Caitlin, that's me, sort of. Uh, but anyway, when you see all this stuff right here on the screen, a um, lot of it was all 3D or 2D printed. Uh, some of my own, like this right here is a custom. I took a particular Mego figure, the Phantom of the Opera, Curse of the Red Death figure, customized it up, changed clothes, put a, a created a logo for it. The Crimson Vicar is his, is his name, and there's a backstory. And uh, one day I'll finish writing the, the short story or book um, that tells the story of it. Uh, anyway, 
but this is the thing about the toy box and toy collecting and all of that stuff. It's kept me young at heart, and it also keeps me being creative. And all of these things here are the things that I personally have either bought a model, like the Lou Ferrigno Hulk here, or the Chewbacca or R2-D2. Those are 3D prints. They're not vintage figures. No, 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 no. They're scans of vintage figures that I was able to download, purchase and download from cults.com. And uh, cults3d.com. Let me make sure I give you that right link. Uh, here to here. Just go here. Uh, yes, cults3d.com. Okay, you can go there. You can get one of these really cool 3D scans of awesome uh, toys from once upon a time ago, plus a lot of other new creations and inventions that people have done um, that are just really neat that you hit up, but you download and then you hit a button and you go from ones and zeros into physical objects that's amazing to me i love that but that's a discussion that we will definitely have a little bit later oh let's see here like i created this thanks to 3d print where is it here i am uh i created this as uh first thing i did after i got a 3d printer is i developed these little action pad stands because one of the things about mego toys which most of these are from figures toy company uh who did reproductions Anyway, standing Migos are great. They stand up and they're there, but you couldn't really pose them. So, put on the brain bucket, got on to Tinkercad.com, and voila, I designed these little stands. And there they are. Very simple design, but very effective. Very happy with those. Anyway, uh, so, again, we'll talk 3D printing later. Ooh, poor Destro got a shot from the Wonder Woman. Made him cry, but you couldn't see it underneath the mask. Also... Uh, a little insert jobby from the original to scale it down for the female boots and such. Anyway, you can go to cults3d.com and look them up. The action pad stands. They're uh, 66 cents to download if you are so inclined. But, again, um, just sharing that a little bit about what Jim's Toy Box is. I've been on a political rant, uh, a what-the-hell-is-going-on rant as of late, Finding My Hill rant. Uh, but now I'm there, so now I can go back to utilizing it for also what it's meant for, and that's to inspire you to grab a hold of your imagination and create things in different ways. Now, like I said, I enjoy 3D and 2D printing because I get to do my own design work and uh, flush out some things, you know, literally go from the imagination into the physical. And I, I really enjoy that a lot. I truly, truly do. And I encourage you all to do it. And we can talk about it. And we can have fun with it and do things. Uh, but again, I still um, like to recommend you guys check out Conspiracy Cinema that you'll find there on JimStoyBox.com. Featuring this lovely character here, Maxwell Marks, I created uh, initially back in 1995. And he's evolved over the decades. And I got a chance to use him. And uh, so, go play. Oh, yeah. I had him on YouTube, the whole thing, as like a horror host. Well, I did a horror host bit um, that I was inserting into the film Satanic Rites of Dracula. Uh, and Warner Brothers, apparently, that film had been in the public domain for a very, very long time. But now Warner Brothers Entertainment said, oh, no, no, no. So, I couldn't do the whole feature. But the bumps, they were mine. So, I did them. What the hell? Uh, what? No, oh yeah, yeah, they did the age restriction because talking about Satanism online is terrible, but everything else they're doing that is Satanic um, is totally cool in the mainstream. And you can have a um, former vice president do a speech that was the very definition of Satanism because everything that Biden said on Thursday, what day was that? Where, let me look at my calendar here. On Thursday the 1st, that speech that... Uh, former president joe biden gave was 
completely satanic. And why would I say it like that? Because it was. Not because of the visual imagery, which adds to it, but because everything he said was a complete inversion of the truth. Period. Uh, you know, and if you're a Biden supporter, God bless you, but you need to repent. Not, I'm just not, I'm not telling you just go run to Jesus. I'm telling you, you need to repent to the higher power that is going to straighten you out and open your eyes because it ain't good. You can't say what that man said and with a straight face and not see. It's just purely evil. But anyway, backing away from all of that, because I tried not to rant, I want to talk about the good stuff and the good stuff that I had a great time with when it comes to the jimstoybox.com and what it's for and it's meant to um, allow me to express myself from my imagination and my passion to encourage you to do the same whatever yours is uh, because again we're all one big human family no matter who what where how we came from um, we just are we, we and we share that one commonality imagination and imagination is a two-way street you can use it for the good that is intended or you can allow the negative to get a hold of it and it turns into worry and fear. Because never forget, kids, worry and fear are just the imagination being used in the wrong direction. Never forget that. Okay? Okay. Now, with that said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. I went a lot longer than I planned on, but you know what? I kind of enjoyed this particular type of presentation because I finally got past another one of those, as Bob Proctor called it, terror barriers. And uh, I busted free and uh, decided, okay, I'm going to do it like this. So I did. And uh, we're going to have more video and pops and bells and whistles to where if you're listening just on any of these particular platforms here with Apple or Google or Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, which Spotify, I do believe the video is going to be there too. I'm going to try that. And then, of course, um, hey, you could copy that RSS feed and share this with your from your website. I'd appreciate it. Wouldn't mind at all. Anyway. But you can follow along with everything that's going on with my uh, series that's happening right now, the 30 Days to the Public Square, um, because I want to keep you up to date as I learn things, which, of course, the big thing that I learned this week was listing jimstoybox.com as my business of media and publication company on there to get verified after seven days. And uh, I wanted to show you that because it's pretty cool. And I'll have links inside of the podcast description to where you can check all that out. And I truly hope you'll come over join my journey into the public square and come along with me by way of clicking on the link and get yourself onboarded with public square and join this movement that is more about common sense and basic integrity than anything else so with all that said gang thank you very much for humoring me through this new experiment in this journey and i'm looking very forward to what we have next
driving my Mercedes They want to come along just for the ride Because of how I look They think I'm rather cute With a beautiful young woman by my side You might think I'm past it But I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill You might think I'm past it But I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still You might think I'm past it But I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill you might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still Lots of living left in me still